Blog Talk Radio. Fuck what you say and understand Don't that I'm the man. Like this, man. Yeah, I'm the man. I got the plan. I got the whole world sitting right inside like my head. What you saying, understand that I'm the man Yeah, I'm the man I got the plan I got the whole world sitting right inside my head Say who winning like me I'd rather be judged by bills Like I won 11 rings Known as a boss since then Cause I stay with some green And fed of me when I heard words The beast no sleeping, no meat Stayed in the field for some green But I ain't playing in cleats No plans for defeat I climb the road to success with the feet Don't anger me Can't yank it back once a dog clenches teeth Trying to convince yourself that I ain't a beast Fuck what you say and understand that I'm the man But I'm the man I got the plan I got the whole world sitting right inside my head Falling, I ain't playing Yeah, I ain't playing Fuck what you say and understand that I'm the man Yeah, I'm the man I got the plan I got the whole world sitting right inside my head I'm out here working and I never get tired I see they grinding, trying to catch me Couldn't take off if they tried Nigga, my name implied it I'm the best they obliged These rappers can never deny With all this pressure applied I be pressing for my time and my luck We win so much I post up like I'm Kareem with the touch And plus my game, it come alive It's like I'm Mike in the clutch Give me the shot and it's up Could give a fuck about who guarding and such You see, I hit a couple Doubles, probably take a third base My homies shoot like James Harden Step back right in your face Never step out of place You can't just jog at this pace Don't get lapped, trying to compete No winning, this ain't a race Fuck what you say and understand that I'm the man Yeah, I'm the man I got the plan I got the whole world sitting right inside my head Falling, I ain't playing Yeah, I ain't playing what you saying, understand that I'm the man Yeah, I'm the man I got the plan I got the whole world sitting right inside my head What's up, what's up, what's up, it's your girl, I am Genesis on Poetic High, and it's your favorite host of the Buttered Toast Radio, Rail. that track right there is from my boy 100, called I'm the Man, check out his new single on iTunes, well, it's not even iTunes no more, it's Apple Music, whatever, Apple Music, iTunes, <laughs> all that stuff, all the major platforms. All those great things. Okay, okay. It ain't even iTunes no more. It's Apple Music. That's crazy. Well, what's so special about the change? I don't know. I don't even remember when it changed, to be honest. Oh, well, I don't think they really care as long as people are using their platform. Pretty much. (laughs) Apple took over the damn platform. 
We ain't been, I haven't been on here in, in a while. So I mean, I, I got a lot of stuff going on. We got the the puffin poetry happening October thirtieth from seven thirty to ten thirty. We're gonna have comedians there. Of course, it's gonna be smoker friendly, guys. So if you guys are into smoking, you definitely guys gotta be in the building for that location. No, sure, sure. I just Wow, how many you think it's gonna be a lot of people that come? Oh, we got the VIP puff packages too. Those are twenty dollars. If you're interested in the VIP puff package, please go on my site three y e underscore genesis on Instagram and Genesis Silverman on Facebook. But it's happening October thirtieth. So if you are a smoker, let me know. So it's gonna be um, sixty twenty Calumet Avenue, Howman, Indiana. From 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. And we're going to have Bash, the song juice. Me, of course, as the host. Vic Panda, who's at Last Factory. And, of course, Prolific, who's our featured poet, who's going to be in the building as well. So please, please, please get your, mm-hmm, get your tickets. And, uh, you know, come check us out. Check us out. This is my first live um, for Poetic High, so... Come on now, I'm going to miss the first one. Actually, you know what? You know what? You know what? I don't think I'll have... No, never mind. I will have my kids. Never mind. I was about to say, I don't think i have my kids. So maybe I can pop out, but no, I got my kids because it's Halloween the next day. But definitely pop out, yeah. y'all. I'm going to miss the first one. But the second one, November 13th, she asked me to come host with her. So I'm going to come host, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so definitely, gonna, uh, definitely have a lot of people out. It's definitely the first one y'all going to be lit, which is going to make the 13th even more lit, especially because I'm going to bless y'all with my presence. So <laughs> it's definitely Lord. going down November 13th when I step in the building. I'm going to have, I'm trying to get my little brother to go ahead and perform for the first time. A lot of y'all hear his song on here on the show a lot. You now get to put the face to the, the name to the, the music to the, the face to the music. That's how you say it, right? Something like that. The face to the music. You said it right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, be, I'll be tweaking the back. Well, it is but, poetic um, high, so you can pull out the blunt tonight. Pull out the blunt. Look at so guys, I don't want no weed. I want, no weed. You don't know me. Why not? Uh, no. So Sunday I went to an event. Uh, it's called um, High Taste Bud, something like that. My both my cousins hosted it. Um, so she sold. She was selling uh, infused dinners, entire dinners. Again, entire dinners where everything is infused. Now my cousin has been cooking for twenty, thirty some years. She could throw it down, right? So she made potato wedges. She made pasta salad. She made egg rolls. She made honey barbecue chicken and chicken tenders. And all of it was infused. There were cookies that was infused in the lemonade. I ate all of it. And when I say I was so damn high, I was high from 2.30 to 5 the next day eating the damn dinner. I don't, I don't know about edibles no more, y'all. That shit, I was just too damn high. That was that was too high. Well, to be high for a day and a half. Well, it's nothing wrong with being high. 
There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm, we're also going to have some 420 vendors there as well. So you guys buy the tickets. I have the Eventbrite on my page. So you guys can come and do that. So buy weed. We're going to have 420 vendors. We, we're going to have weed brownies in there. We're going to have 420 vendors in there as well selling weed, Centris, which is the liquid uh, marijuana. Um, all, so you can come in there and get all those things and hear the show as well. So it's it's gonna be a lot of shit going on oh, there as well as smoker friendly. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all now. Get y'all some weed butter. You can make any and everything with that with that butter. I, I was blessed to to have some a couple of weeks ago. My homie gave me some. Where you get the weed made, butter? They make their own weed butter. Somebody made it and gave it to him. It's easy to make. It so, takes a while. It does. It does take a while to make. But what's it's a while? easy to make and do it yourself. So pretty much, you're gonna take the weed, boil the weed, get all the excess shit up out of there, let it cure for I think a day or two, something like that. Then you mix it in with the butter, melt the butter, and all that. You know, infuse it together. You know, figure out the ratio of how high you want the shit to be. So, like, two-day process, maybe? Two-and-a-half-day process? Oh, wow. If you do it right, if you do it right, like, two-and-a-half to two-day, two-and-a-half-day process. Well, that sounds like a plan. But, um, yeah, I had some, and I made, I think, chicken and rice, and, man, oh, woo, shit. And I also want to uh, put out there that one of our Good friends who usually calls into the show, Lopez, is really grieving right now. She recently lost her um, husband in a fatal car accident, and I just ask you guys to be with her in spirit and send positive energy her way and, um, you know, guide her. And if any, she needs any help with anything, you know, contact her on Lonnie Lopez, her Facebook as well as I wish they had like a, a GoFundMe, but they don't. Just just send out positive affirmations for her because she really needs it in this time right now. Yes, major condolences to her and her family. Major prayers on behalf of us and those who all know her. Yes. Okay, so um, mm. with that being said. We do have a caller, a poet, that is um, calling in one of my good friends from Hawaii. We met in the um, poetry community, and he is supposed to be calling in today, and here he is. I believe this is him, so don't quote me on that. Hello, hello, hello. Is this the poet? Yes, 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 this is Anissa the Poet. How are you doing, Queen? Hi, how you doing? How you been? It's been such a long time. Going? Welcome it to the show. It has been so long. I'm happy to hear about like everything happening in my life. I've been following on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, the family is growing. The family is beautiful. Thank you, thank you. So, how you been lately? What what you been up to? Let's give you know the people something that you've been. By the way, I met him in Hawaii at. A poetry slam. I think it was yeah. Hawaiian Brian's, or which one was it at? It was Hawaiian Brian's. I think it was the or the high uh, the dragon upstairs. Yeah, I was gonna say it's one of them. We went to a lot of different. It's a lot of different 
poetry places would go out there, but I don't think they open anymore after the pandemic. But I know I met yeah. him and a couple other people. So, what have you been up to lately? Are you still doing poetry? Are you? Yes. So no, I've I've joined the um, poetry collective. It's kind of like a group of poets out here in the DMV, and it's just like uh, almost kind of like high society was in in. Um, Hawaii. So it's just like a group of poets just coming together to build tours or set stages where people can get paid for their poetry. And so the idea is just to bring um, poetry into the business scape as well. So making sure that poets actually have the information and resources to, you know, set themselves up as actual artists who are in the industry and actually getting paid for their artwork and um, going through life as a poet, but as much as well, like, you know, in the business sector of life. So it's a it's a duality that I'm enjoying um, because at the same time I'm doing my master's uh, at George Washington University, so I'm trying to finish up my like degree this December. So there's a whole bit of juggling right, happening right. back and forth. There's time for the poetry because right. like there's you know this poetry expression. Well, congratulations! Congratulations! Thank you so much. No, I'm very blessed. I, I really feel. There's a whole lot like of things working around. So, but it's always nice getting to you know come and find people that I can actually express the poetry with and like enjoy listening as well because then I can actually see the world and like what we're doing all this for. So it has a beautiful resonance when you can see the creative within like the world around you as well. Well, welcome to Poetic High on OG Radio. Um, well, on our Thursdays we usually have when you come in to spit some poetry. We want to have a backstory on the poem that you wrote. So if you mind, would you tell us what made you write this piece that you will share with us tonight? Or how many pieces are you sharing with us tonight is the first question. Uh, I will share three with you today. Oh, okay. Yes, I think. I'll see. Um but this we'll, as as we go along, we shall see. But I think three is a good number um, in mind. Um, so this first one is kind of just like me, my introduction, I guess, into um, my roots. So I'm from Zimbabwe, um, and I grew up there, I think, for like a good 13 years. And so being able to grow up in the culture I got from there, even though we started moving around after that, um, that, that roots is still kind of like where I'm at and like where I grew up from. And so kind of acknowledging those roots of my, my heritage in the African diaspora, uh, having lived in Swaziland for the other kind of 15 years and then here for college, you know, moving around, the idea of home, these are the things I was kind of like thinking about and trying to decide how do you decide what is home and what are your roots and what does that mean being here in the present where we are. Okay. Well, whenever you're ready, shoot for it. Got you. Okay. I am a Zimbabwean in America. I've learned to wear my otherness like clothes. I am a Zimbabwean in America. I've learned to wear my otherness like skin. I wear my skin like black. I wear my black like history. I wear my history like identity. So when you see me walk, Understand how long it took to get here. College step a generation. Each would fall a foundation. Each planted step plants a tree that my great-great-grandcats moved back to. I am their roots. 
I will anchor them to this earth. Make sure they are never stolen again. See, these roots will be strong enough to allow them to reach the sky. Have arms that are long enough to catch them on the days they need not look over their shoulders to survive. Breathe. And I will trade you oxygen for the oppression you inhale all around you. Breathe. I will protect you from all their heats when their hatred threatens to burn you. Breathe. And I will promise you this. Carve your name onto the bark of this family tree, and our skin will remind you that we will always grow together. We do not bury our kin here. We give each other life. No matter how hard the winds came, we hold each other up like fingers intertwined underground. This land will always hold you like a mother like a continent, like Africa hasn't always been maternal. So when they uprooted you and planted their own seeds and drained your resources like the invasive species they are, they lied. They claimed you could only flourish in the place that you came from. But they never heard your mother voice calling across oceans, telling you that wherever there is sunlight, you will always be fruitful. This melanin is symbolic that your bark can never burn. No matter how much hell they put you through, your bark can never burn. See, because you are a Zimbabwean in America, remember to wear your otherness like skin, wear your skin like black, wear your black like history, wear your history like identity, and understand that whenever... And wherever you may walk, and an entire forest echoes in peace. Okay. Maybe the first one. So we've been writing, um, I've been trying to like get more into the, um, the the more real like poetry like usually I usually write with the theme in mind but it's like kind of more introspective pieces and so trying to like use those as ways to actually like dive into like the expressional part. Okay, okay. Well, I like it. I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing that you had the opportunity to be around your culture because I know in a lot of African American um, households that was kind of taken so. A lot of people don't have access or African-Americans don't have access to that. So it's a blessing that you've actually had um, the opportunity to um, get to know your culture. So yeah, I, I yeah no, exactly. hands off so, of that. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Thank you. So make sure those those flowers are given to those moments as well with it. Yes, exactly, exactly. I, I think that's... Um, um, good. So are you staying in the DMV area for how much longer are you going to be there? Are you still doing a lot of traveling? Um, so right now, if I finish my master's by December, I'll have to see where I'm going after that. So I'm currently in D.C. with my brother. So we're staying here until at least December. Um, and then after that, it's trying to decide um, where work finds, where I would find work, either maybe Boston uh, or either the far thought, but it might be there is an option, but 
majority might be DC, most probably, or Boston. So, you know, we got a lot of juggles uh, going along with it. Okay. Have you ever thought about going back to Hawaii? I have, and I think I would really love it. But I think that one takes, like, the um, the planning, because I remember just, like, the housing itself, the cost was always through the roof, and I can only imagine now, especially with um, all the tourism and things. It was like, with, uh, yeah, so... I can imagine how that difficult would be to try to move all the way to Hawaii in a time like with a pandemic. Yeah, it is different now compared to what it has been. Um, I definitely miss it. I do miss it. Okay. So that sounds um, really good. (laughs) I want to go back to Hawaii. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to go visit, (laughs) but not anytime soon. But I do miss it. So I understand. No, do go. I liked I liked the the energies you always had when you were there as well. The there was there was always a peace around a peace around you whilst you're in Hawaii. I I would like to say that it continues to remain with me, but I do need some <laughs> some um, good energy. So Hawaii definitely gave yes. me that. I want I, I need that again. But right now I'm holding on to what I got. So hopefully it'll last me until the next time I visit. Um, what yes, is your uh exactly. se- second piece that you want to share with us tonight? Yes. So the second piece is one that I've recently been working on. So just trying to get into more of this idea of meditation is what I've kind of been like getting intro- introspective more often than not. Um, especially now with us all being kind of like second side and just really like think about what it means like being in the society together and all of this. So just trying to be present within the moment. So this piece kind of came up, uh, out of that thought process of just being able to understand yourself almost like have that conversation with the self. Um, so mm-hmm. I call it clouds, but it's still okay. it's still quite fresh and new. Yeah. Oh, you smoke? Do you smoke? Because the sound of cloud sounds like smoking. <laughs> No, you know, yes, it is a little connected to smoke, but you know, it, it, it takes that kind of like element of like meta analysis a little bit. So I like that it, that that process got there with the title. That good sends a good sense message. <laughs> okay, I'll go for it. Okay. I stare at cloud shapes in the sunset. I like the way they float. Silent wings made of dreams that keep the sky afloat. Purple brush strokes on orange backdrops. The setting sun like a painter's final bloop. Nostalgic crimson clouds color the contours of a sky that calmly blushes in a way that I think is kind of cute. Though it's not really my place to judge a sky based on how colorful it is. But it was my mind's conception of beauty that sets off the toxins of surely trying to live up to the standards of the world's insecurities. Stupidly, I still sometimes fall for them. The way they can monopolize what I think about, because what I think about is what I buy with my time, my money, with the truth I choose to abide. That's an aside. I'm still just staring at clouds. The one I'm seeing right now is kind of shaped like a spine. Reminds me the world be just a book, a collection of my breaths becoming parts of its pages. I wonder what kind of genre I would be. Fantasy, maybe. 
I wonder what stories the stars have told my ancestors about me. Fallacies, probably. But famously, notably, was when I refused to let my words die and spoke for the first time in poems, I mean. It was like figuring out what my love language was while in community with God. I mean, I am a gentle soul. I feel things deeply. I fear the impact my words can have to the souls of those around me. I stutter when I speak my mind. The last time that I prophesied, I prophesied up sides of my poetry, spoke my heart's truth to a woman who barely knew me, described to her things I had even begun to say to myself, like sometimes it's hard for me to feel like I belong anywhere. I'd, I'd be a social butterfly, but my chrysalis was self-criticism. I never believed I was enough. I asked people who could barely see me to describe me and called it love. When I finally allowed her embrace to fully fold me, she was comfortably sitting behind me, my shoulders relaxed, like two mountains that no longer had to hold up the horizon. My ribcage released imprisoned tearful breaths. I started crying. Yes, it was involuntary. No, it wasn't ridiculed. Instead, she held me tighter, taught me the softness that comes with this tiara. This time, my heart be the damsel in distress. She's my night that breaks the dawn and puts the sun in its place. Told me this space between us will always be a soft landing. That life can be terribly gray, but we, we will always share shades of understanding like clouds. See how they dance in stillness? Make symphonies of silence. Make moments seem timeless. Affirms you are alive, are loved, and are allowed to reset. So yes, I still sometimes get lost, staring at cloud shapes in the soft embrace of sunset. And. Thank you. Thank yes, you. I it. appreciate it. I'm so so what do you... Wait, go ahead. Also, I'm so glad. I'll think thank you so much. Uh, anytime. Um, no we no are here for the poets. That's what we're here for, for people to come and speak their truth on our platform and also share, um, you know, their art. With us without no judgment um, that's, There's no judgment zone here That's We want to get people's voices out there And, you know, help out the community Especially with poets And musicians and artists And locals Non-mainstream is, is our whole um, journey Is what we're looking for Yeah, exactly I'm I'm so glad because, like 
poets as a community, this is like us coming together and knowing you as like a poet as well, having seen you and heard your voice as well. I think it all connects beautifully that as we hold each other up, you know, there is going to be that uplifting within the community as as communally together. So doing something like this, offering these, these spaces, offering these stages, it does that work in growing the community together. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I, re- I really do appreciate it. Rail, did you um, get my huh? on air? Did you get the 10 minutes? Did I get it? Yeah, I got it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. A minute and a half left. Okay. Well, can you do that? I don't know how to do it. Oh, increase it? Yeah, I got you, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Okay, so with with your um with your poetry, do you plan on making this a career besides your master's degree or this is gonna remain as a hobby? I think I definitely the goal is to find a way to get the poetry to mix with the um master's degree with like organizational leadership. So I think that would translate more into like motivational speaking, um, or consulting and that kind of stuff. So if you remember Sekou and in Hawaii at that time, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're there while he was, he was around. He's the poetic voice speaker, so he kind of goes in like the Fortune 500s and he has these conversations about um, human development uh, with these like um, CEOs and things. So trying to change business from within and just really trying to like push the culture of just like being more human-minded um, rather than focusing on like the technology and the tool becoming the thing that controls. So it's really just trying to put the human back, human focus back into business. So that's kind of like the dreams, but like trying to manifest to like to to get to that point. But I'm not sure how to get there yet. But I'm making sure the poetry stays kind of like in progress along with the masters. So the poetry collective is definitely helping with that, getting to see the business side of actually doing poetry as a um, industry in that sense. Okay, and I, I do have a question. Um... And then I, I usually ask most poets or get into this. I usually want like a gem from you, and a gem. When I say gem, like um, some great advice that you would give to a younger person or to your younger self, maybe ten years younger. What would you tell yourself differently? Like some wise advice that you can drop on the show right now uh, to give everybody hope for whatever their dream is, what would you <laughs> say to that young person or to your young self? I think, like, not to not to worry about the process. I think there's this, there's this fear I, I always held as a writer that have I written the best I ever could or have I really done the most I could because I really love this piece because I think as a writer you, or as a creative, you really do pour yourself out into every piece that you're doing. In one way or the other, you're pouring parts of you. And you really fall in love with those pieces in the sense of, like, you know that those are you. And, you know, right. it, it expresses your um, And so there's a fear that comes out of, like, creating something so great to your own self that you worry, is this the best that I can actually do? But you always surprise yourself. And I think that's what I tell myself, like, don't worry there's always going to be moments you surprise yourself because going to Hawaii, the experiences that I had there, getting to meet you and getting to really like be the person I was when I was on that, on like Oahu, that presence that I felt there 
it was unexpected. It was in a way that I was just like, I could not believe my poetry could take me there at any regard. But the only reason I was there was because I had kept up with being a poet. And so the idea of poetry being something that is not just for you and your notebook if you don't want it to be. There are opportunities to really express that part of you, to really live out loud and proud in that sense with your own poetry um, in its own way and being free. So there's a freedom part of it that I think, like, I would tell my younger self, I will definitely find later on. Okay. So well, just think some gems you like dropped. All right, I like Thank that advice. But uh, it's it's been this this I, I hadn't even chosen which pieces I was going to do when I said three I had known that like this last one was going to fit exactly with this topic in a sense um I've been thinking definitely well, a lot about right. just like our press <laughs> I've been thinking a lot just about how as individuals like what are the what are the narratives that we've been told what are the things that really guide us and how we behave and what are the actual like things right. we need instead so as a man what are the things that I've been told that, like, are taboo? And so this piece is called Black Men Cry because I definitely wanted to tackle this idea of what does it mean to actually shed tears and still be seen as this individual who must stay always at their strongest because society demands it and has been from way back. And so that idea of what does softness look like, but what do we look like if we're really allowing ourselves to not perpetuate this to our future generations um, and actually build up men to be... Um, you know, the, the knights in shining armor, we know them. they could be in that sense of just, like, being proud of being who they are and just being, like, secure in their being. Okay. So, Go ahead. This is a public service announcement. Please reserve your shock until the end, but please pay attention when I tell you that black men cry. I know you don't want to believe me, but see, it's true. (laughs) Let me tell you, on the day I get to see my wife in a wedding dress, looking like she just staged the biggest heist known to mankind, walking with a stolen Himalayan mountaintops cascading right from her side. I will weep. I will weep like a mountain climber who can finally see all that's ahead of him for miles and miles. And I will smile. I will smile when I hand her every single teardrop, as if each one holds the promise to every single vow that I would sooner find a way to turn back time than I would in ever turning her heart from mine, too. I know, I know I will cry as a witness to the birth of my very first child. Mwari Anotida Michael Makufa. When you arrive, when you arrive, my tears will be the first thing that you will ever see of me. These fully condensed particles of concentrated love, joy, and pure wonder just ungracefully tumbling down the hilltops of my cheekbones. Boy, you don't know what this means yet, but your dad, your dad is a waterbender. So when this steady stream meets your sharing secrets of ancestral lives passed before you made this moment be the first time that I show you that you never have to fear the ocean that resides within you or the waves that crash at the shores of your eyelids 
I promise I'll show you the ways I've learned to float on salt water. Three. On the days I manifest my my man, on the day I manifest my affirmation that I am present, I love being, that I no longer have to justify my existence in every space that I am in. No need to prove this black skin is as precious as the content within. As my body grapples with this concept of a breath that I don't have to fight for, don't have to be strong for, don't have to look over my shoulder in case it's something someone wants to contend for, so hallelujah to these tears. May they be gemstones gleaming on my crown, such that on the day I finally meet God among the clouds, trying to say all my last goodbyes before leaving this physical world. It will rain, a gentle rain, one with all the warmth my love could ever spare. May it wash over you and remind you of all the tears as a man you have allowed me in this space to share. And that's the end piece. Oh, that was so Love sweet. It. That was so dope, man. That was easy. I know. So when you, so you talk about you want to cry when you see your wife. Is that a real thing? Like, is that, like, is that a real thing? So real. Do that seriously. I, I've seen that before, but why? Like, I, I want to know why, because real, you know, mm-hmm. he, he don't understand. He not even. <laughs> I, I do understand. I was married before. I do understand. Did you cry? <laughs> did you cry? I did. I wouldn't even believe that. He just he paused. <laughs> no, he paused too long. It's just, it's, no, it's like I think for most men in that moment, you quickly realize of everything that you and that person went through, the good times, the bad times, everything that led up to that one point. Right before you say I do, I do. When you see see him walking down the aisle, and you just be like, "Damn, like it's about to happen." It's really <laughs> the rest of our life. The rest of our life is about to happen. Is that what it means? <laughs> Let me hear from him. Yes. Is that what that means? I'm like, yeah, exactly. I think that feeling of um, I believe in the in the idea of these connected souls, and just like you, you've known this person. It's like when you say I love you in eternity, you know, eternity goes forward as much as backwards. So if you're really truly feeling that, like, I've loved you since eternity, it's like even before we knew each other, I loved you at the same level. It's eternity all around back. And so the fact that seeing this person and it's kind of like right where that little, if you're drawing the eternity sign, that's kind of like the pinpoint of everything because it's centered around this person. And so getting to see that moment, see that wedding again, but feel it for the first time and falling in love, just like seeing this person come towards you and like, this is it. I am in love. This is where I'm going to be. You know, it's just, I imagine tears would be the only apt response in that moment. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, people be showing out for cameras doing extra stuff. I didn't think that was like a real thing to guys were. No, they I don't think they don't know how to be emotional. Care about the cameras at a wedding. I don't. I don't think men pretty much care about who's filming or whatever pictures at that moment of them seeing their soon-to-be wife. You know, in that moment, like I didn't give a damn about mm-hmm. no 
came out. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, when we get married in a couple, uh, what, about a year, damn near now, I'm not going to care about no camera being around because all I'm going to see is her. I'm not even going to pay attention to nothing mm. else. So I'm highly sure once her music gets to playing and she walks down that aisle, all I'm going to see is her. That's it. Nothing else, nobody else. You know, that sounds sweet and all, but I ain't, <laughs> I don't know. That's just, um... I, think it, I think it just depends on how deep the connection is. If it's very deep, yeah. it's, that man that man is going to shed some tears. Well, we I hope to have that feeling one day or to experience that moment in physical form. I would, want, I would really like to know what that feels like, if that makes sense. Yes. Well, that's a beautiful does. piece. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, if yes. you are in, we'd like to let everybody know where they can find you, like to find your pieces and, you know, your Instagram and Facebook yes. or YouTube if you have one. Yes. So uh, on YouTube, it should be Anasu the Poet, so A N. E-S-U, the poet. Um, so that should be anywhere on YouTube, the uh, videos are there. But mostly on Instagram, it's the same as the YouTube, but it's just Anesu underscore the poet. So that's, again, A-N-E-S-U underscore the poet. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at. But, like, as well with the Poetry Collective, that's um, the Poetry Collective, all the E's are threes. If you follow them, that's where I'm usually doing a lot of my poetry now. Well, we're doing, like, poetry tours around the DMV area, if you're around there. Um, so we, we go around, I think, Philly next if we're going to try to do a tour. So just the Poetry Collective, uh, as one word, all the E's are three. Those are the two major places for my work so far. Okay. Congratulations. I did have one question before we end this show, though. Did you ever see me perform yeah. in Hawaii? Yes, I did. I have a video of you, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, you hey. videotaped me. I want to yes, see that. I haven't that. seen all the videos. I know yeah, some people have some videos. Which poem was hey, it? I'll definitely, um, I'll check because okay. I know it was, I think it was the time when I was about to leave. So I was really like, everybody was there. Like, we are, it was like that final time. Okay. Well, I, I definitely want to see yeah. that so I can post it. But I be thinking like people ain't seen me, and they be like, "Yeah, I heard." You. And I'm like, "I wasn't on stage as much as you guys were, but I was definitely a big fan." And I know you won a couple yeah. competitions out in Hawaii a couple different times. It was like you were, you know, number one, one of the top poets there. Now I think it's B from Baltimore well, who's top, but he was just getting there when I had left. I was about to leave. Yeah. Yeah, and I was leaving around the same time. Like, um, but definitely leave for a little bit there. Uh, there was there was the the poetry season. It was it was really nice because I was only there for I think one semester. Um, but I got to come back for the um, slam final later on in April. So at least I got to see everybody one last time. Then I think that's when I saw you. Um, around then, if you were still around around April. Yes, if you got the video, please send it because it can go great with uh, featuring Zoetic Island. If you ever come to Chicago, which I hope that you do, I would love for you to come visit the Uh, island when it's up and running um, and perform there if you would like. 
That would be wonderful. Yes, I definitely will. I was there, I think, a month ago in Chicago. If I'd known, I would have, I would have definitely like linked up. But no, definitely next time I'm in Chicago, I will, I will make the connect. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Poetikai. We really appreciate you. And we're gonna have like a, um, we also have like a podcast that we take all the shows in the U V. In a group with a bunch of um, different male poets, it's gonna be like male versus female battle poetry, and it's um, we'll uh, post that later, and I'll actually send you the links for that so you can check it out too. So everybody will be that on will be come on Poetry. That will be so wonderful. Thank you so much for that. That is that is great. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having uh, me. This has been wonderful. Thank you. No problem. Anytime you want to come back on, just hit up Genesis and we'll bring you back on. Wonderful. No, thank you. Definitely. I will, I will definitely come back. This has been wonderful. Okay, cool. Yeah, hey, uh, well, have a dude, good that, night. Uh, right there. Definitely have a good night, bro. Thank you. Thank you. You too. No problem. So everybody who tuned in, that concludes our poetry show. Um, technically, we were supposed to be off this week, but it's okay. Season 10 kicks off next Monday. I'll be kicking things off for season 10. Uh, it's been great. Well, we've been at this, what, damn near two years? Two, two years now? <laughs> two years? Yeah. Um, we've came a long oh, way. Um, I got... Some exciting new music from my boy King Breach that I will play as my intro next Monday. So for those who tuned in with King Breach and the whole Blue Dove Entertainment, SS Sheen, the whole family, definitely tune in this Monday, kicking it things off. Um, so you'll catch me Mondays and Tuesdays and every other Thursdays along with Genesis and Dean. You'll catch AK on Fridays. I highly doubt he's on tomorrow because again we ended the show last week but uh next week he'll be back at it and tune in definitely always to um the show he has with kendall gill fellow chicago bull former chicago bull kendall gill um i am dropping i was supposed to drop a mixtape on halloween but it's being pushed back so i might try and do it on thanksgiving which is also happens to be my anniversary so I'm going to dedicate one track to my fiance. So, most definitely stay in tune with that, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> definitely stay in tune with that, y'all. Um, that's it for me. You guys, oh, follow follow my Instagram, Harrell1290, and my Facebook, Terrell Radio Rail Redmond. You got anything, Genesis? You, you currently don't have a Facebook. Um, yes. Whatever. Um, so, Zoetic, <laughs> I. <laughs> So Poetic High has its first live show on the 30th of October. Um, again, it's going to be 6020, uh, what was it, North uh, Hellman, Indiana. And it's going to be from 730 to 1030. If you guys want to buy tickets to invite Bright, Eventbrite is on Genesis Silverman on Facebook and 3YEM underscore Genesis um, on Instagram, so you guys go buy your tickets. We'll have puff packages. It's going to be smoker friendly. We'll have comedians, poets there, good music, 420 vendors. 
you know, it's going to be a good time. Also, go on my page to donate for Zoetic Island. If you guys want to see the island get built, follow my Patreon. I also have that, like me going over to the island with contractors and doing a lot of that work, talking to the aldermen. There's been a lot going on. And please, happy anniversary to me and Thunderstorms were meant to be my friend. Radio Rail was like the first person to buy my book a year ago around on the 19th. So it's an anniversary. It's a 40% off sale right now. Everything on, well, actually a couple of things, not everything, but a couple of things on um, I Am Genesis, my poetry on Shopify. So that's also on my page. So go shop holidays and things like that. So go check it out. I appreciate you, everybody that supports us. And continues to support us and sees our dreams are coming true. And it's been almost two years strong between me and Radio Rail. And I have had some great experiences, and we just keep pushing. And I can just see our future is going to be bright and prosperous. So just keep supporting us, and we're going to keep coming on doing what we naturally do. Right. So we will see y'all. Next, you we doing a show next week? So next week Thursday. What's that date? Um, probably not because I got to get ready for Poetic High Puffs and Poetry. Okay. And that's going to be next Saturday. So no, we will resume the week after the twenty eighth. So in two weeks, we'll yep. see y'all resume with poetry. But y'all can then catch me this Monday, nine, next Monday, and Tuesday, nine to ten. And AK next Friday from nine to ten thirty. So definitely and tune next in with us. Saturday at the live event at Puffin Poetry for yes, Poetry. If you guys event. want to do some poetry but it'll be live and I think I'm gonna do like a live on my Facebook page or Instagram. I haven't decided yet or have somebody come ca- with with the camera or something to so y'all can see it. We'll talk about that offline. So but you guys have right. a good evening. So, yeah, everybody have a good night, and we are out. Good night. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.